and success and failure collide that is the show that we have today with Bethany Kate and you're in for a treat because everything fell apart in her life her marriage everything went wrong not just for one year or two years but for many many decades and after that she had to jump up but when God is in it and God turns things around everything changes and I want you to hear her story today so you too can step into the better of you. So Bethany, welcome to the show. Hi, Barb. How's it going? So, so you married your husband because you were in love with his mother and family? That's right. How does that work? You know, um, I don't know how it works, but it happens exactly that way. So um, I was 16 years old and um, he was part of my neighborhood and he ended up going to the same school with me and we ended up dating. Um, for about three years but I remember meeting his mother you know one week after I met him and um, I mean do you want to know the story is kind of kind of crazy yeah. right yeah. Um, so yeah uh, you know just one of you know eight children and we were all homeschooled a very protected overprotected family and so you know I never really did anything crazy or anything like that but um, here, you know, I jumped out the window because I had a new groups of friends and um, they were like the cool kids. And Doesn't I wanted... the grass look greener oh, often yeah. <laughs> on the outside? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I jumped out the window. My mom found out, immediately came around the building. I'm here with my new group of friends. I'm so excited to hang out with them. And she grabs both of my hands and squeezes so tightly that I felt like she broke my hands. And it dropped to my knees, and I was just like crying. I'm like, Mom, why would you do this? My uh, my friends just scattered, you know, like ants. And wow. I just ran away from her. I hate you, Mom. You know, with my hands all frail and everything. And uh, this boy just is running alongside with me and says, come with me, and takes me to his apartment where his mother was. And she quickly, you know, bandaged my hands, and she gave me enchiladas, you know, and the sopa de jitomate. If you it was the know nurturing, that. perfect It was the nurturing. <laughs> and so I just, like, looked at her, and I'm like, wow, who is this woman? She's amazing. And so, um, yeah, I ended up visiting her almost every day. So she wanted you to marry him. Yeah. And yeah. you did. Yeah. And it, you just did. It happened so uh, fast. Actually, you know, um, yeah, her son, you know, who um, was my boyfriend at the time. I mean, um, he was... How old were you when you got married? Um, 18 years old. 18 one month before old. I turned 19. Wow. Did your parents agree with it? No, no. Not at all. <laughs> my dad Not pretty much disowned me and everything like that. But, um, yeah, we remember, uh, I remember that day we were making actually, you know, some orbondigas. It's like this meatball soup. And I'm there, um, and she taught me Spanish and stuff. That was the only way I could eat in her kitchen if I learned, you know, how to speak Spanish. She goes, vaso, di vaso. I'm like, vaso, you know. And so I was learning all of this, and here she is, and we're watching the TV, um, and there's like busloads of people getting deported to oh, Mexico wow. and at the time my boyfriend was you know into gangs and robbing liquor stores and doing anything and everything uh, bad <laughs> under the sun in the streets and so she goes marry him because they're going to deport him you know I just I see him as a man of God I see him as a preacher he's going to be a mighty man of God so don't see him now just marry him and I just looked at her I'm like yeah sure if you want me to marry him I will whoa whoa whoa, whoa. big mistake yeah. big mistake <laughs> but it is easy to fall for those especially when you were in a structured and you saw all that freedom there so yeah. you get married, you step into the marriage. Did you know God at the time? Oh, I knew God, yeah. I grew up in a Christian family uh, filled with the Spirit, like at age 11. 
um, baptized, speaking in tongues and stuff. I went through all the programs of the Assemblies of God, read the Bible twice from so cover whoa, to cover. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute, <laughs> yeah. because here you are. There were no red flags going off. Mayday, mayday, mayday. Watch out. There is a problem here. You know what? As a teenager, we're in a teenage bubble. And um, the nurturing that that woman gave me, you know, and Not how she actually taught me more about God. So I've always loved Jesus. And so she just really pulled that out of me, you know, to be more bold and more courageous in my faith. And so I fell in love with her. And so when she said, he's going to be a pastor, a mighty man of God, just marry him. I believed her. And I wanted to have that same faith that and she that had. And that actually happened. She spoke the words into she him. She spoke so those she words. Did. Oh, absolutely. She did know that. 100%. So here you are. You're married. Yes. Now what? And so now I'm married. You know, a judge came from the courthouse and married us. My dad is just livid. Um, but I did it. Um, but, you know, we didn't have that type of relationship. And so we didn't consummate the marriage until a year and a half after the marriage. Wow. Um, and the only reason why <laughs> I, I ended up doing that is because both my, um, my mother and my mother-in-law, you know, would call me every day, do you consummate the marriage? Are you his Oh my yet? goodness. And I had so much pressure, but he wasn't saved at the time. I mean, he was still out in the street life. He was coming home drunk. Um, he was very abusive, you know, verbally, even he sometimes physically. He was seeing physically. a lot of other girls other too, girls, right? Yeah. All this stuff was happening, and so I had many walls up. I felt very unsafe, and so um, that's why. That's why I didn't want to do it. Um, however, my parents were like, he's going to change if you become his wife, you know? And, um, and so I was really just believing what they were saying, and whatever you say, like if the, you guys have more wisdom, you guys have you know, more understanding of the situation. I'm going to go with what you guys say. So and you did that. You, and and finally you were pregnant that same <laughs> night. And here you are. And, and then did the, did, you know, I remember my marriage and my first marriage of six and a half yeah. years. It was based on fear. It was based on struggle. Yeah. It was based on everything but God. Yeah. And then my second marriage to the same husband, I became who he was in the first marriage. And wow. then... The fear of the first marriage carried over in the fear of the second marriage wow. by being in control. Yeah. And, and yeah. so not till I finally gave it over to God, things changed. When did that change start setting in for you? I believe that happened as, as little as four years ago. And so, whoa, whoa, whoa. How long yeah. were you married at that time? So I've been married, um, it was going to be up to 20 years. So I've been with him all, all in all, you know, uh, since the divorce, 25 years in total. So yeah, you know, he ended up a couple years later having an encounter with God. Uh, he became a leader in the church. And then I want to hear more about that. Pastor. Before we go there, I just want you to know, sometimes it takes a long time to change. That's and right. sometimes there are these situations in your life that you just don't know how to yeah. deal with it. We want to be there for you. Please call us at 855-515-5550 or go to bartv.org. Stay tuned because yeah. he was a pastor next. We'll be right back.
TV is all about you getting the needs met that you have. Satan wants to steal, kill, and destroy your life, but Jesus wants to give you the abundant life. How do we do that? We have guests with stories, and God wants to do the stories again in your life. He wants to change your life, He wants to improve your life, and He wants you to have all the benefits. So with me is Bethany Keat, and she chose to stay in a marriage where there were lots of other affairs, lots of girls, a lot of verbal abuse, a lot of stuff going on, drugs, gangs, everything. But she chose to stay there because she felt loyal the way her dad was loyal in his life as well. What do you do, and what is the pressure that keeps going, and can God fix something like that? This was you. Yeah. So what was the change? What was the transformation? that all of a sudden this took a switch because wasn't weren't you a pastor couple yeah. that started planted churches made the differences everywhere yeah 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 no i had an encounter with god at age 23 in bogota colombia and this was you know something that just completely wrecked my life um, however i needed to have um, a salvation from a religious spirit that was going to later on coming down the line and yeah. so um, that religious spirit always, you know, no, you got to protect your image, you know, um, how is this going to look on the body of Christ? Performance. You know? It was always about the public opinion, yeah. you know, and so um, I strive to be a public success, but I was a private failure in the home. And this is, that was my life for, you know, a good, what was it, 20 years until the Lord really started to melt my heart. And now, while you were going to, uh, you, you, were, you were doing church, you were, play, yeah. you were a pastor's wife, a pastor. Yeah. And did I hear it correctly that your husband was fantastic in the pulpit? Just, oh my gosh. <laughs> just like even anointed, it was Absolutely. all there. Absolutely. But the moment he stepped down, he was gone for a week and then came back right beforehand Absolutely. again. Absolutely. I mean, there's different seasons, so we're going to just speak in general terms, right? right. You know, um, when he uh, encountered God, I mean, he was all in. I mean, he would lock himself in, a, in the garage for five hours, six hours. He would come out like if he was Moses coming down from the mountain. Wow. And literally, his face was just glowing, his eyes sparkling. I, he threw out everything that was secular, anything that would contaminate or corrupt his soul. And he was all in. And that's how he is. His personality um, is very extremist, you know, in that way, right? Um, and so he, you know, when he put, um, when he has something before him, he would go all in, all out. And so he um, has always been somebody that works around the clock. Um, and yeah, so when it became God's business, he worked around the clock for the Lord. Wow. He would pray. He was nonstop winning souls, preaching, you know, discipling leadership opening up home groups and this is what we did for seven years we were part of a mega church and that's all he did but nobody at one uh, point or time um, came to us and say hey how's your guys's marriage i know that you guys met at a young age you know can is there anything that you guys are dealing with and um we just thought you know we just need to work 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 and we need to grow this ministry we need to this is god's will this is god's plan and so we put you know our own personal lives to the back burner. You can't do that. Yeah. That's not going to last. Yeah. That's not going to last at all. Yeah. So what happened next? 
so yeah, that was as throughout my twenties and you know, I'm, I'm going to speak to anybody that is in that age group. You know, we think, um, that we have to conquer the world, you know, and yeah. it's really based on performance and we're really driven by results. Um, but we really need to understand now somebody that's in her forties, um, and Barb, you know, in her thirties, we need to see, <laughs> we need to really understand that relationships are key, that having a mentor, you know, somebody that will speak into your life, you know, to correct you, to encourage you. We need to surround ourselves at yeah. least with one person or two people. And that's the program that we have that. that Empowered Champion exactly. is all about. It's the identity, exactly. it's the activation, it's exactly. the breakthrough, and then stepping into that calling exactly. that God has for you. Exactly. So, but to speed things up a little bit, yeah. so here you are, four years ago, you get confronted with reality. Four, year, uh, four children later as well. Wow. <laughs> wow. And so, yeah, you know, but my intimate life with him was very, very limited, very, uh, um, let's say, it wasn't a normal, healthy marriage. Right. Um, so, I, in other words, I don't know how I have four children. I mean, we all know how, you know, children come to life. But um, he was always, you know, in one room and I was in another room. And we pretty much lived in this marriage life as roommates. Um, so, four years ago, here you were four years yep. ago, he walks in the door and he says, I'm done. No, no, no. Four years ago, that's different. This happened uh, like a year and a half ago. Oh, wow. But four years ago, um, you know, every year, it's just like it takes a toll. You know, the anniversary comes around. You know, right. birthdays come around. You know, right. you see, you know, friends getting married. You see, you know, people celebrating, you know, life and everything. And you always are constantly comparing. Even if it's subconsciously, we're comparing and we're comparing. And we just allow doubt and discouragement to creep in our lives. And so I got to a point where I'm like, I'm just done with this. I don't want this anymore. Now you probably and couldn't even imagine to grow old with the situation you were I in. I always thought, and this is just a personal thing, that nobody knew this, but I would always think, this is the cross I have to carry. Nobody can know that um, I have the worst marriage probably. <laughs> Anyone has that. You know, when you're in this, you just think you're the only one that's in it. But there's countless, they're like a dime a dozen of pastors, ministers, you know, leaders yeah. that are struggling in their marriages. And so um, I just thought I had to cover up and I really got good at, um, you know, um, performance and just making sure that everybody else is happy, everybody else is being served and they're all, you know, um, encountering Jesus and everything like that, right? And so, but it's interesting because I got to a point where I'm like, you know, I'm done with this. I'm good. Yeah. And I was walking through the store, the craft store, Michael's, and I have a God vision. And the vision is I'm in a white dress, marrying, um, remarrying, renew my vows with my husband in front of all the redwood trees. I live in California. That's my favorite thing in California is where redwood trees. So here you are. Yes. And I'm crying. <laughs> and I'm like, what, Lord? I'm going to marry this man. And the Lord just quickened my spirit to make a long story short. I end up setting up this wedding to marry him, to really like open up my heart because all this time I never really loved my husband. I had all these walls. I mean, I loved him in a way where, you know, you love a brother or you love him as a human being. Oh, I understand the God, walls. Right? But yeah. it wasn't a romantic yeah. love. It wasn't a love that a wife gives a husband, right? Right. And this is, you know, not his fault or maybe it's my fault. I mean, we take turns, you know what I mean? So um, I rejected him a, a little bit. Yes. So, because we we're on limited time here. Yes. He walked in and he said, I'm divorcing you and I'm closing the church. Yes. What this was is your after, first reaction? This is after the surprise wedding. And wow. so this happened a couple years later. 
Um, so he didn't want the surprise wedding. He didn't want the marriage to work. So he and, stopped all that. And so he just ended up going to Mexico a few times and doing whatever he does. I mean, I'm not going to speak into what he does, but he just came in on one Wednesday and says, I'm closing the church on Sunday. And that's what happened. The church just ended up um, going through a shock and, and we just, he dropped the news on them. And devastating. It was, and it was devastating. For you, the children, It was and devastating the because it was, it was not so much, you know, um, our marriage because I already saw us as a failure, but it was now the whole community. I'm being disconnected from something that I've been everyone. growing with wow. from everyone. How can God fix that on a moment like yeah. that? How do you work through that when everything falls apart? Yeah. Stay tuned. You want to find out. And God uses failures. That's right. Do you hear God speak? Hearing God's voice can change your perspective on everything. It changes the course of your life. Learn how to break the obstacles and words that hold you back. Looking to dive deeper in your relationship with God? To activate the person you were created to be. Empower a Champion can jumpstart you to hear God speak. Join us for a free three-day challenge at empowerachampion.com. So Bethany, here you were, the bomb had dropped, everything was changing, he wanted out on, on pretty much the marriage and about out the church all in one, hurts, disappointments, struggles, also for him himself at the same time. How do you move forward with four children at that moment? What yeah. do you do? Did, did you actually go on your knees and say, God, what do we do? How do I move forward from here? Yeah, you know, I, I didn't know how I was going to do that, but a mentor called me the next day, not knowing anything, and um, I, it was at 11 o'clock at night, and he's an older um, a guy that, you know, wouldn't call at that time. I said, hey, how's it going? And he goes, yeah, I can feel your heaviness. I'm here with my wife, and the Lord, uh, we started to pray for you because we feel you heavy in the spirit, and now the Lord gave us a word for you. And the Lord says that you have been broken free from this union. You have been set free. Wow. And you will not be a 65-year-old woman drinking the cup of poison. And at that moment, only the Lord knew that detail because I always thought it was going to be an older woman in a, in a loveless you know, marriage and that this was the cross I had to carry. And it was just, it was wow. phenomenal when the Lord speaks just one word. It really is a game changer. It just shifts the way that you see things, the way you see yourself, the way you see the situation. Did it bring joy in your life? And it was like a weight absolutely, that fell off absolutely. your Absolutely. I thought I was going to forever be carrying a curse of divorce on me. And it was going to be passed on to my generations. And that was uh, a terrible, terrifying feeling to have. Right, mm -hmm. that changed everything. And it changed everything. And that's the word the Lord gave actually for me when I, when yeah. I was working with you. There were two, one is out of Psalm 118. Yeah. And it is, this is the very day of the Lord. This is the very day of the Lord that brings gladness and joy, yeah. filling our hearts with glee. Oh God, yeah. please come and save us again. Bring us your breakthrough victory. Come on. So your failure became a success Absolutely. in the middle but it wasn't your doing, it was the situation that created it. Absolutely, when you have nothing, where it's just dry on all ends in every way, and you're like, 
you're grasping for water and refreshment, the only place you can go is the Word of God. It is to soak in the worship of the Lord. It is to really encounter the Holy Spirit and learn to have an intimacy with the Holy Spirit. I remember this one lady, she just gave me a prophetic word. She goes, I see you, that you've been walking in the desert for years and years and years, but there's a joy inside of you. And it's like people watch you and they think it's like, wow, she must like really be happy to be in the desert because you're smiling and you're so full of joy. And no, we're, nobody's happy to walk in the desert. Right. It's lonely. It's dry. There's no resources. There's nothing. Um, and but I want to address that to a moment. That might be you right now. Yeah. You might be feeling like you're in the desert right now. You might be feeling you are struggling right now. I just have got great news for you. I was in that desert. Yeah. Bethany was in that desert. You feel like you're in the desert. And it's kind of at the end. And there is one person out there right now. Yes. And I, I can see rain all around you. It's mm. just rain. It's actually the Holy Spirit. It's not real rain. I can see you sitting there and contemplating thoughts that you know as well that I know that are not for you and yes. they're not good. And I want you just to look up right now and just to surrender your heart to the yes. person that has paid for that pain, that has worked through that struggle, and that is there for you right now. Yes. So Jesus is saying, give me your pain and I will give you my joy and glory. Yes. So I want you to step into that right now, my friend. I can see you so clearly. Mm. And all that rain is that joy, that gladness in the midst yeah. of the struggle that you are dealing with right now. And I want you to repeat this after me right now. I will not receive the poison that has been poured on me. Yes. I will receive the truth that Jesus is giving me. And That's I right. want you to contact us. You know who you are. And that is what you're talking about yes. as well. You were dealing with all kinds of stuff. Now, yeah. God has in the midst of despair, single mom, not really working much, yeah. four children, mm -hmm. having to create a whatever to turn all this around. That's right. How did you do it? Well, it's not me turning it around. It's really God turning it around. Right. The moment that I was broken free from that union, God has completely restored me to my original state. This was before I made those bad decisions as a teenager because he has formed us and shaped us with a divine purpose. And he says, this woman, this man is going to be like this. This is their calling. This is their purpose. And so he starts to restore you and he starts to restore your identity. And he starts to speak to you and open up your ears like never before and open up your eyes like never before. And that's all you can do is just completely yield your heart to God and complete surrender because it's just, it, it, we are so blindsided. We don't know where we're going. So complete <laughs> surrender. Much. What does that look like? Complete surrender is literally knowing that you are dead to self. <laughs> wow. You know, at any moment that you want to make your own decision or, you know, this is going to feel good. You know, I think this is best for me. Those are the moments that are like red flags. You got to be careful because now you want to do things on your own. But when you say, you know what? I know nothing, God, outside of you. I don't know where I'm going. It's, it's pretty much blind sides in the front, the back, the side, the ankle. Everything's blind. So I, you foresee it all. And so only you know what is best. And may your sovereign grace carry me through this season. And he will really do it. Now, and so and when you die to self, then he comes everything. in and he, he leads you. He's the father, the friend, the husband. It's the surrender that it takes place. It now, really today is. you minister really to high school kids. Yes, I do. Quite a bit. And yes. When you told me that kids are being baptized in, in pools during their lunch hour, <laughs> that they can 
voluntarily just show <laughs> up for. Yeah. And they do, not by the one or two, but yeah. by the multitude. Yeah, by hundreds. So thousands. what is it that you yeah. tell these kids in nine minutes that they want their life changed? Well, I tell them, the Lord instructed me to tell them that they're 3D. And when I tell them that they're 3D, they're just scratching their heads. They're like, well, I like movies and I like entertainment, but what do you mean that we're 3D? And I start to explain to them that your body with all your six different senses, your five senses, right? I say there's another sixth sense, but anyways, that's a different um, <laughs> preaching. But um, that they're also a soul and they're made up of spirit. And so they're three-part, yep. they're tripart beings. And I start to talk about the soul, where the traumas are, the heartache is, you know, all these different things that they could identify with. They can feel it at that very moment but what they don't hear is the spirit they don't know the invisible realm and when I start to tell them you know you know when you, someone's watching you or you feel like when you watched a horror movie or this that there's something invisible that's out there and they all start to lean in and they're like I know what she's saying and they start to pay attention and I'm like well guess what God made you yep. a spirit being as well but he needs to revive that spirit. He needs to wake it up. And it's the only, and the Holy Spirit is the only one that can start to remove the chains off of your soul. Every single bind, every single soul tie, everything. And they see it. They yeah. believe it because that's what we do with Empower Champions. Right. So they, they you, right. you teach them how to hear God, basically. Right. Well, they want their heart, that heartache and that pain to be, they want to be relieved of it. They want to be set free from the heartache of a, maybe a boyfriend or uh, an abuse of a family member or, you know, um, a parent or whatever it is. They want to be set free, but they don't know how. So they're consuming drugs. They're watching pornography. They're consuming alcohol or they're, you know, yeah. dating anybody and everybody because they want to find that joy, that freedom. They want to have truth. And so when I introduce them to the Holy Spirit, that only the Holy Spirit can set their soul free, then that's when they start to yield. So your passion is today what God has done for you, yeah. which started at a young age. Bethany, yeah. thank you so much thank for you, joining Mark. us at the You're show amazing. today. And I just wanted to share with you just a little bit out of God's word, right? It's so mm. important. And it's Isaiah 40, verse 31, Come that on. is just amazing. But those who wait for Yahweh's grace will experience, and that includes you, divine strength. They will rise up on soaring wings and fly like eagles and walk through life without giving and that includes you. When Bethany chose to live and no longer be in hiding and no longer give up on life, she gained it because God turned things around. That's right. Good. That's what I want for you. That's what I see in you. So I'd like you to call us and connect with us, 855-515-5550 or go to barbtv.org. Find out how you too can tune in, how you can learn to surrender how you can let go of those incredible pains that are stuck in your heart. Yeah. And I just want you to know, God did not create you for the situation that you're in right That's now. That's right. But God created you for more. And what is that more? That is a book in heaven written about you mm. that you can live on earth as it is in heaven. God loves you. And so do I. Have a great day. That really hit me that moment. I can do it all things through Christ, even if I have been out of I figured if I, I did that for my family, did things to be accepted, I might as well do it for God too, because God can only accept me if I do. So I would go out witnessing every day. I was always told, look more than what you are, mm -hmm. look your best, 
and pretend on paper that you've got it all under control. Right. So I was raised and taught like that, but it didn't work for me because people... Searching for relationship in the Holy Spirit so that everything I did or everything that I was came from that perspective as opposed to trying to earn it. And uh, we'll be right back. Stay tuned because you're going to get something special. They say